Hey guys, welcome to the Braveheart Podcast, where we help you discover why you may be feeling far from God, and we show you how to have a more meaningful connection with Him. This last week, I got to sit down with Wade Aaron, who's a mighty man of God and a great friend of Peter and a longtime friend of Braveheart, and we got to talk about what burns in his heart, which is evangelism and walking like Jesus in our daily life and sharing our faith. Wade really carries this and models this well, and he has a new book coming out, which we talk about in this podcast, and he has a course that goes along with it. And I have to say, after talking with him and asking him a few questions, I got so fired up about this, and I cannot wait to go through this course, which comes out on Easter Sunday. So just know, if you're going through the course, I'm doing it with you, and I hope you enjoy this. It is really amazing. Be blessed. All right, welcome to the Braveheart Podcast. Today I'm here with Wade Aaron. And Wade is an amazing, mighty man of God. Wade, tell us a little bit about how you met Peter and yeah, a little bit about your journey with Braveheart, I guess. Yeah, so excited to be with you guys today. And I met Peter about, that was back in 2012, so okay. almost right around 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we got closely connected all right before I got married, so I've been married almost eight years. So, <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> trying to remember how long I've been, almost been married now. Uh, so Peter actually did our wedding, and oh, so sweet. I didn't um, know that. yeah, so I'm one of three of his weddings he's done or something. Uh, but that being said, is we uh, got connected. He at the time was leading evangelism teams out of the upper room, mm. and so I got connected through that. I joined what they were doing. Uh, he was at the time sharing a testimony, which I'm sure listeners have heard, where he used to preach on the dart and mm. uh, preach yeah, the yeah, gospel yeah. and overcome the fear of man. So I heard these stories, and uh, you know, uh, actually Hannah, my wife, remembers him praying for a, a guy in a wheelchair at the upper room early on, and he got up. Wow. And Hannah was like, wow, this, well, who is this guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that was actually, Hannah saw that before me and Peter got connected. But that being said is, is that uh, there was just this kindred heart in what we were doing. And obviously he has grown brave heart. And I'll share a little bit about the, uh, what I'm going to share about today. But mm. that's how we've gotten connected and just been friends, just done yeah. life. We've that's awesome. spent time together uh, throughout the years. And so uh, that's how I've known Peter throughout the years. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Wade is an amazing, mighty man of God. And um, today we're talking about his new book and course that's coming out with this book um, about, it's called The Reward of the Lamb, A Journey to Discovering How to Walk Like Jesus. And just saying that gets me fired up. (laughs) So Wade, tell us a little bit about what was your journey of writing this book and the course? Like, what what did you see that you were like, this needs to be spoken into? Yeah, for sure. You know, I uh, even a journey of discovering how to walk like Jesus, that's why we have friends, right? And right. so Peter actually helped me uh, get that tagline in there. Yeah. I, I was struggling on how to articulate what was in this devotional. Right. Uh, but my desire in this, this whole thing of the, the reward of the Lamb uh, you're probably wondering, first of all, where'd you get the title? How'd you get to this yeah. conclusion? And so the reward of the Lamb, we know in uh, John 1, 29, it says, Behold the Lamb of God. That's uh, what John the Baptist was declaring about Jesus. And we get the opportunity, and this is where a journey of discovering how to walk like Jesus, is to follow the Lamb into this into the world. Mm. Um, but we not only following Him, we become like Him. Come on. Uh, and so this is a 50-day progression of the first 
10 days, you're really receiving from the Lord that you're loved by God, you're the righteous of Christ, uh, getting filled with the Holy Spirit, and knowing that you can receive from the Lord before we actually go and be activated. Because every yeah. day there's an activation. And so mm. um, starting in day 11, you get challenged to go pray for people, and then you're ultimately you're sharing your testimony or you're sharing that Jesus is a friend, and, and you're praying for someone to be healed or different things like that. But I felt, and, and what I've seen is, is that you need to receive from the Lord before you just go out and do. Right, um, yeah, of course. And so uh, I've seen that where, especially in evangelism, people can go out and you can perform a miracle, you can mm. even share the gospel, and you can begin to put all these expectations upon yourself. If you don't know the solid truth of who you are in Christ, um, you're, you're going to continue to do, ultimately, you're doing dead works. Mm. Um, wow. And so I've, I actually share about that because along with the devotion, there's a video course uh, on ChristReward.tv that goes along with the devotional uh, that I kind of go in depth about that. But even I talk about, and I know that Peter talks about the, the keep the blood one. I have one day where I talk about the blood of Christ mm. and how he cleanses us from dead works yeah. um, so that we don't just go out and preach the gospel and feel like we're receipt you know god's putting a stamp approval upon me because right yeah, i yeah. saw a blind eye open yeah and so, but you did it in your own strength like that, it was totally in your flesh you know that's right you right. know i i you know and it, which is yeah. crazy to think that that's possible so you know so i i truly try to pack in those first 10 days which i think braveheart has amazing resources for those 10 days and more depth but i just mm. try to get a solid foundation and then the next 40 it's being activated and I know that sometimes when you're being activated, there can be a lot of fear. There can be a lot of, oh my right. gosh. And I encourage people, give yourself grace if you're doing this course. But Because um, even I, in part of my journey, I didn't just wake up one day just talking to the to someone in my job or someone that right. looked like the most dangerous person about the gospel. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't just, some people, maybe they get born again and they just go do that and, right. and praise God. But for right. me, I've seen it where there's been a progression as I've understood, especially uh, one one day, day two, I'll talk about righteousness, but on day 12, I think it is, I'll talk about being bold and mm. how those two are directly connected. And wow. me understanding that I'm the righteousness of Christ, that means in Proverbs 28, 1, the righteous are as bold as a lion. So yeah. I'll go talk to someone or I'll pray for someone just because I understand the righteousness of Christ. Yeah. And so, for example, on day 12, I'll, I'll say, I'll do a little write-up about boldness. And then uh, your activation is to remind yourself before you go pray for someone at a grocery store or a gas station, almost every day, mm. there's two options. You're not limited to the options, but hey, go to one of these two places yeah. um, and remind yourself before you go pray for someone that the righteous are as bold as a line and then go pray for somebody. Wow, that's really cool. Um, I love that. That's super practical. You know what I mean? Like it's just a practical like... Here's the here's the belief and the mindset before you step in. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. and to maybe one day you remind yourself that you're not alone. You know, you right. you say, you know, before I go talk to this person, before I go knock on the door, remind yourself that you're not alone, that God's with you. Mm-hmm. Because I have pretty much everything in these 50 days. These are things I've lived out. These things uh, I, I practice in my daily life. It's not right. just theories and right. I hope it's right, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Because um, I've been really active going after everything in this devotion for over the last 10 years plus. And so it's saying, okay, what have I seen with people I've trained um, to what I've experienced in my own life? Uh, Because ultimately the goal is, and this is where I end on day 50, is that it's not 
uh, that you never stop. You never stop living out your faith. You never, mm. what you learn over these course of these days, it's not just like, oh, I did that 50-day course. Right. I did the 50-day devotional or whatever. Man, that was encouraging. It was convicting. Mm. Uh, you know, I did that for seven weeks. Right. Um, that's, that's not the goal. The goal <laughs> yeah. is not check, I did it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a lifestyle. It's a part yeah. of, ultimately becomes a part of who you are. And, that's good. And even after, you let's say, you do the course or whatever, you can always go back to some of the days and remind yourself because even I think there's one day where I talk about uh, stopping for the one. And mm. there there's many times where even those that are listening, your life can become busy. You can have a lot going on. Right. And you and personally, I, I'm no different than anyone else. My life's busy. And so you right. go to the grocery store and you get overwhelmed by getting the groceries. Where there's been many times where I have to remind myself, I'm going to stop for one person before I go into this grocery store. Mm. I'm going to at least pray for them. I'm going to stop for one person and pray and share my testimony today. And right. Those gentle reminders, even if I get all the way to my car and I realize, oh my gosh, I still didn't stop for someone, I begin to look for somebody right. because I made that reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's such a good way to get yourself to like to be lined up with the Lord's heart. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a reminder. It's when I pull into the grocery store, I'm thinking about this. You know what I mean? And then it becomes a habit. And so, like, if you're pulling into the grocery store and you're not thinking about it, you remember. You like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, I love that because yeah, it's not when I listen to this podcast I remember. It's when I pull into the store, I remember who the Lord calls me and what He's called me to do. Yeah, you know, because I, I think, and I hear this a lot of times, people are like, you know, I just kind of do it throughout my life. Mm. And I totally get that. You know, we we strap up, strike. You know, start talking to someone. You're working at a coffee shop. You start talking to somebody. Right. Um, and then maybe you pray for them, or you share the gospel, or whatever. Um, where I know, at least me, and I feel like majority of people, we kind of just get in the zone. You know, we we're, we're working, and all right, I got my work done. Like even today, I was leaving a coffee shop, and mm -hmm. someone recognized me. Said, hey, wait, you know, and. I was like, huh? You know, I, yeah. I was like, dude, I was just on a mission. I'm headed to my car, you know? Yeah, I'm like, I'm the master of the zone. Like, I'm like, when I'm zoned in, I'm like, nothing else. You yeah, know? I like, walked right by somebody and didn't yeah. even recognize I knew them. You know, I'm just on the mission, you know? Right. And so sometimes we have to remind ourselves Man, of these truths. Um, so good. And so I, I know that this book is for people that are wanting, and this devotional is for people that were wanting to be stretched, stretched in the work of evangelism. I even mm -hmm. just spend one day on discipleship of encouraging people to follow it, maybe someone they did lead to the Lord, or maybe it's someone they know that's been saved for six months or a year right. that they should disciple or, or whatever. Um, and, and so it's really just taking these, because when you think of evangelism, there's so many different topics underneath that. You've got sharing the gospel, you've got praying for the sick, right. uh, casting out demons, uh, mm -hmm. you've got discipleship. There's so many things underneath that umbrella uh, where I'm not trying to cover all of those in depth as much as I'm just trying to encourage believers to live out their faith on a daily right. basis. So um, and so some days are, man, they're, they're more harder than others, I would say, you know, meaning it's like uh, maybe you, the challenge is to go pray for a coworker and take them to coffee or, and some of them I totally understand. It may not be the, that day. You may not, yeah. but you can at least take the step and reach out to that coworker and say, Hey, Right. Let's grab coffee. And, and then the challenge is you're going to share your testimony over coffee. You know, yeah. I love that. So it sounds like you have a lot of practicals in this book. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I would say that's that's one of my strengths. Mm 
mm. is practically helping people. That's the way my mind works. A little bit of my background is I used to be a math teacher. So mm. that's very uh, practical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's very black and white. It's pretty yeah. uh, straightforward. And hopefully I didn't lose anyone listening when I said I was a math teacher. I, <laughs> uh, some people start having anxiety and panic attacks. <laughs> like they're remembering <laughs> their, their high school and college math days. <laughs> I just speak peace to your heart, you know. Right. Some of you love math, some of you don't. But the thing is, is that I'm very practical. But even part of my journey is, is that when I was a math teacher, that's where some of these things really started to be applied. I, mm. I took steps of faith. I prayed for students, or I yeah. prayed for a coworker. I shared my testimony. I shared the gospel, and uh, and even maybe it's uh, just been one day talking about reaching your neighbors. You know, uh, so this this covers a lot of topics. Right. Um, and really, I'm just taking things and commands that Jesus talks about and says, okay, let's apply this. Uh, there is one one day where I talk about the Father's heart, mm. and Second Peter three nine it says He desires for for none to perish, but all right. to come to life. And trying to get our hearts connected to that, mm. and how can we apply that into our daily lives? Mm. Uh, because I think sometimes uh, maybe it is a coworker, maybe it's a family member. You can think that they're too far gone. You know, right. like oh, yeah. this guy here is just a psycho. He I know that guy. You know, right? Um, it's it's harder when you know somebody sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's, it seems a lot easier sometimes to share your faith with a stranger than with your coworker or with a family member. But it's, I think it's because of our own mental blocks, right? It's not because the Lord loves them any less. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. I think, and that's exactly what I was saying. You know, that's where some of them are harder than others. It may right. seem harder because it's like, I maybe, and I cover this, you know, maybe I've shared the gospel with this person and it didn't go too well, mm. you know, or right. I know they don't want me to talk to them about Jesus. And I'm saying, hey, maybe it's been, uh, three years, or maybe it's been a year, or maybe it's been five years since the last time you talked or brought up God. Mm. Don't be afraid to bring it back up again, right. um, because they they see your life. And and even one day I spend talking about the fruit of the spirit, and mm. and because these people that you see on a daily basis, um, where you should, you know, exhibit the fruit of the spirit. And it's not about you trying harder. Mm. And I even uh, have a practical resource on the day of the fruit of the spirit. I say. You know, if, if I'm not producing one of the fruit of the Spirit, I just meditate upon the fact the Holy Spirit's inside of me. Right. You know? I'll do it. <laughs> um, the Holy Spirit's inside of me, and because the Holy Spirit's inside of me, I'm going to produce these fruits. Right. Um, wow. And uh, there, there's no option about it. And yeah. so those coworkers or those people that you see on a daily basis that you know, they're watching your life, but at the same time, we've got to open our mouths and share about the hope. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so that's kind of... A lot of things I cover in these 50 days, because uh, uh, you'll see here it says a 50-day devotional with custom activations. And so every day it's a different activation. Uh, and yeah, so That's I don't great. know if you have any other questions, but I, I definitely could keep talking. <laughs> but I don't know if you have any <laughs> no, questions good. Um, I love this. about the devotional or anything else. Yeah, so what is the, um, the idea of the timeline? Like you're telling me a little bit about it's a 50-day course, or it's a 50-day book, and then you have a course that goes with it, and your release date, like, t tell me a little bit about timeline and how that merges together. Yeah, for sure. So, um, the devotional and the course, so the course is ChristReward.tv, so my ministry is called Christ Reward. Okay. Um, and so, ChristReward.tv, and so that goes along with the devotional, the Reward of the Lamb. So, you can go to ChristReward.tv, you can sign up for the course. It's a it's a donation basis. You know, you can whatever, mm -hmm. or you can do it for free. You know, mm -hmm. there's that option. And I just want right. to give people the opportunity to do it. That's so, 
Um, the, the course officially starts April 17th. Okay. So if you sign up today, that's, that's awesome. Uh, but you, it officially starts the 17th with the vision from Easter to Pentecost. We'll do our first uh, push. And so wow. you can do it uh, through, with whoever you can do it with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll do a, a weekly check-in once a month on a Zoom with those that are doing it in this first push. After the 17th, you can sign up for the rest of your life, you know, <laughs> encourage whoever. Yeah, exactly. um, but I encourage you to go sign up as soon as possible, and then you can jump into the course, ChristAward.tv. And then this, the reward of the lamb, you can uh, get it off of Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's mm. the easiest way to get it. Okay. Um, but also when you sign up for the course, you do get the devotional sent via electronic to your email every day. Okay. Um, and That's it's also awesome. on the course. So you get the write-ups, get the video. And in the videos uh, on the website, I actually go in a little more depth than just in the devotional write-up uh, because right. it, there's more information I share because... I actually, when, you know, when you're writing a book, you're writing anything like that, if you've ever done that, you know, you kind of write a bunch and then you have to chop out a bunch, right, you know, so. I haven't done um, it, but I'd imagine. Yeah, so, uh, but I just encourage anyone that's listening to, if you're desiring to be activated in right. sharing your faith, living out your faith, uh, you can jump onto the course or get the de- devotional. Um, mm. and, and both of them will be benefiting you to activate this. You can do it with a group of people. You can do it by yourself. Mm. And like I said, every Thursday we'll do a Zoom call with those that are doing it between April 17th through June 5th. Okay. Uh, once a week on Thursdays at 8 o'clock. So people that sign up will get that email. That's awesome. Um, if you don't sign up, you won't get that email. So don't, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, sign up, so, get the email. Yeah, it's that yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I think, you know, just even with that is is, and we were talking about, uh, understanding who you are and, and, and living out your faith. I, the first day, day one, I talk about being loved by God, mm-hmm. and uh, you're kind of getting a sample of the course right here, but that first day, I, I talk about the significance of not just knowing it in your head, but knowing it in your heart. Right. Um, and then, ultimately then, I think it's day uh, 13 or something around there, I talk about keep love first. So mm-hmm. you got being loved or loved, and then you got love first. Right. And on love, loving first, what I talk about is, I don't go into this in the devotion, but I do on the video course. And, and it's this story about how I was in downtown Dallas and I was praying for people. And uh, I was growing in words of knowledge and the gifts of the Spirit. And the first two people I approached, I gave a word of knowledge and it was spot on, you know, and they got healed and it was just powerful. And my yeah. friend, friend of mine was like, wow, man, that was awesome, you know. <laughs> I was all fired up. My confidence was high, you know. Right. The next two people I went to, I gave a word of knowledge, and it didn't make sense. I said, you know, I got pain in your shoulder. No, I don't got pain in my shoulder. Right. You got pain in your neck. No, I don't. And afterwards, I walked off and I looked at my friend. I said, they're, they're lying to me. <laughs> I, I was convinced they were lying to me. And, um, and my, you know, my friend was like, all right, man, whatever. <laughs> yeah. and so, But it was this, this thing where actually that day, I, later I went back to, to where I was staying and the Lord began to convict me. He said, Wade, you, you made it more about being right than actually loving people. Mm. Um, wow. And <laughs> that hits. Yeah. So, you know, the Lord was really dealing in my heart about how I was wanting to see the miracles. I wanted to see the, you know, the, the healing and right. about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit where it wasn't about just loving that person in front of me. Wow. And I, I go into that, like I said, on the video course, I don't tell that story because of writing length in the devotional, but the right. thing is, is that I have found if you keep your motive love above all else and sharing the gospel, praying for the sick and all those things, you're going to do this for the next 50 years, 60 years of your life. Right. Um, because 1 Corinthians says, love never fails. Mm. 
So that means if you're keeping your mode of love, you won't be disappointed, you won't be discouraged. Wow. You you will share the gospel and whether they give their lives to the Lord or not, you've you've loved them by sharing. Yeah. Um, that's so good. Because I've also seen it where and I talk about one day of sharing the gospel. I've seen it where I and, and it's and I I even say this in the devotional, I think I say it in the course. It's it's amazing. It's one of the greatest things. When I see someone get healed, it's awesome. And I believe for miracles on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But even when I do lead someone to the Lord, there's some there, it's like a joy that the spirit resonates with. It's right. like, wow, this person just gave their lives to the Lord. Yeah. And so I believe leading someone to the Lord is a amazing powerful opportunity, but if if I if I have the motive that I have to convert somebody or I have to lead someone to the Lord, um, I could once again be discouraged or, or you know disappointed. I didn't. I'm not a good evangelist, or I'm not really right, made for this. Right. But if you're keeping your motive love, and also that you're keeping your motive, I'm going to be faithful with this message. I'm going to share, give people an opportunity to respond. I believe that you're going to do this much longer. Versus feeling the need, I have to lead someone to the Lord, because I've seen it where you can go out and I can share the gospel, give them a chance to respond. They say no. And I can convince you to say, yes, you need to. Mm. Um, right. Because I've, I've put an expectation on myself. I've shared this. Mm. Your eternity is at stake. I've got to get this message upon you. you know. Mm. And almost I, I put more faith in someone saying a prayer than someone putting their faith in Jesus. Wow. Um, right. Because that's more your goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I love about this whole love thing is if my goal is for you to say yes, then I can make you say i mean you can't make make someone say yes but you can like you can basically say yes for them you can convince somebody you know i can convince you i can ask you to the point where you're almost praying a prayer to give your life to the lord but you're frustrated because you're right the person's just like shut up get away from me you know exactly they just they're just doing it because they don't want to be they're like (laughs) yeah you know like yeah like well you get away but right where i really try to emphasize loving sharing and yes you do give people an opportunity to respond Mm -hmm. because i've shared enough where i i encounter people and they say no i don't want to okay all right that that's your choice but then also there are many times where people do say yeah i do want to give my I want to give my life to Christ. Right. And you believe that. And you give them, okay, you're putting your faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. What's in your heart, you know? Yeah. Um, but like I said, if you're if you're keeping your motive versus I'm going to be faithful to share this and give people, it's a different motive than I feel like I have to con- convert somebody or lead them to Christ. Right. Hopefully you guys that are listening understand that and hear that. And so mm-hmm. um, so anyway, so I, I try to emphasize those different, diff- those are two different days, loving first and sharing the gospel. And yeah, so really I'm trying to take, trying to not make evangelism and sharing the gospel and living out this uh, overcomplicated. I'd really try to simplify it, try to make it practical, and try to make it in every arena of your life, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a business person or you're a college student, wherever you're at, you can take any of these truths of, of what's being shared and apply it so it's not right. just... Uh, you know, some knowledge that you have and, and um, you know, it's over, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, anyways, so like I said, that's ChristTheWord.tv. Check it out. Uh, officially good. starting April 17th and then you can get the, the book, The Reward of the Lamb on Amazon. I love that. And I have to ask because I see, you know, The Reward of the Lamb and the, the boat that's on the book cover. Um, we talked a little bit about this before we started this, but the Moravians. So can you tell me a little bit about how I'd imagine that kind of inspired part of this. So tell me a little bit about, for maybe those of you who don't know, 
or those of you who do, like the Moravians, what was the, why the reward of the lamb? And is it linked with the Moravians and what's that connection? Yeah, for sure, you know. So if you don't know who the Moravians are, uh, they were a prayer movement. They were actually, before that, they were even a, just a church and mm -hmm. they became some refugees in Germany. And when they came into uh, this, this part of Germany to be refugees, there was a guy named Count Zonerdorf that brought them in and they pretty much started a community. They didn't pretty much, they started a community. And so they ultimately, they had a Holy Spirit encounter and then they started a prayer movement. And it's the original 24-7. It ultimately lasted 100 years. Yeah, um, Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, but five years into this movement, there was a guy that came and shared, and he was talking about these slaves being sold to, uh, to the West Indies, mm -hmm. that the slave owner was an atheist. And so two of the missionaries said, we, we need to do something about it. So uh, they prayed about it, and they ultimately made the choice to sell themselves into slavery, meaning they just wow. boarded the ship and, mm -hmm. and joined all the other slaves that were going to the West Indies. And... Uh, as they were on this ship and they yelled out to their friends and their family, they said, may the Lamb of God receive the reward of his suffering. Wow. And so, so, you know, that was the last thing that they, they said. You know, they didn't know what was going to happen to them. Right. And, and they ultimately sent out, you know, I think several hundred missionaries as well. Mm. But those were the original ones that were sent. And so, may the Lamb of God receive the reward of his suffering. That's our desire. That's why my ministry is called Christ's Reward. Right. That's why the reward of the Lamb is so that the Lamb of God will receive the reward of His suffering. And then if you get see the book cover, um, it's a ship, and it's kind of going into the waters. And so it's kind of representing yeah. those two original missionaries selling themselves uh, to slavery and what they chanted. Um, and so that kind of gives you context to the book cover. I think I mentioned that in the a little bit in the front. I also talk about... Uh, the 50-day concept um, and how I got to that, which I talk about the 10 and 40 and Easter to Pentecost. Um, but uh, it also comes from, and this is a connection to Peter, is Peter and I in a ministry called Time to Revive did a 50-day outreach back in 2017. Right. And I talk about that in the intro. And over the course of 50 days, we saw thousands of people go out and share the gospel. Mm -hmm. But we saw close to 3,000 people give their lives to the Lord. Um, in those 50 days. And so I believe as people jump into this, they're, they're making the choice to lay down their lives so that the Lamb will receive His reward yeah. and also so that others, uh, you're, you're literally joining a part of this army of those five years ago that uh, went out and preached and lived this out. Uh, and so I believe even you know, thousands are going to come to know the Lord by you living out your faith as you're a part of many others that are doing this. Yeah. And so um, I believe that as, as you do this, you're going to see, um, you know, this cry burn in your heart that, mm. and this desire. And I believe it's, I hear it in more worship songs recently, and I got hit with this about, I don't know, four or five years ago or longer. Uh, there was actually a worship song, and they literally, for uh, eight minutes, there's a worship, I don't even know who it is, but all they said is, for eight minutes, they have different people saying, may the Lamb of God receive the reward of His suffering. Different Sweet. people, they have music in the background. And I would sit with the Lord with that for... That's powerful. For, <laughs> for hours. I would just play it, and I would just let that linger. And it just, Whoa. over time, it just hit me. And I was like, I don't even know what this means, but right. I desire this, you know. And Whoa. so that's where all that comes from. But this is from, you know, the 1700s. And, and, and it's yeah. pretty amazing to think how a group of people laid down their lives and how it's still 
impacting us to this very day. Obviously, ultimately, Jesus is the ultimate lamb that laid down his life, mm -hmm. but um, these people caught a hold of it, and I believe if you dive into this, you'll catch a hold of it as well so uh, as you lay down your life so others can live. Wow. My goodness. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to do this. I'm going to take it. I'm going to read this book and do the course. And so I would encourage all of you listening, like just, I'm going to put the link to the book and the course um, in the description below so you can check them out and follow those. And I would encourage you, like, if you're going to do this, have someone do it with you because it's really cool. I'm sure, Wade, you would agree with this. Like being able to do this in community is there's something powerful about it, too. You know, like even sharing testimony with someone and um even the accountability of it, you know, it's like, hey, did you do the day five activation? You know, like just, there's something really powerful about that. So I'd encourage you, if you're gonna do this, find someone to do it with you um, and tune in to those uh, Thursday night, you said it is, the Thursday night calls for the first Yeah, so if weeks. you're doing it April 17th through June 5th, and like I said, you can sign up today, um, mm -hmm. but then the you won't have access until April 17th, but every Thursday at 8 p.m., uh, you'll get an email, you know, the day before or whatever, just saying, right. hey, we're doing a Zoom call. And I'll do, I'll, I'll give the opportunity for questions or anything that people are that. going through. And then I'll just have a time of uh, impartation and encouragement because I do like exactly what you're saying. It can, it helps having others with you. And I actually spend one day, at, it's later towards, I think it's day 33, day 34, where I encourage you doing this two at a time mm. um, and praying that God brings somebody to join you. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and even exactly what you said, share testimonies with others around you. Right. Um, because I, I have found that at times where it does help, uh, where I have somebody with me and they're encouraging me and they help sharpen me or, you know, maybe I don't know what to say or I'm nervous or whatever, you know, that person yeah. actually motivates me and encourages me to do this. And yeah. so, yeah, get somebody to do it. Starts April 17th, uh, Zoom calls on Thursdays at 8, and uh, just really... My desire is to really help father people in this so that you're not uh, maybe making the mistakes that I've made or uh, maybe you don't, you, know, you don't feel as alone in the journey because I know at times, and those that are listening, maybe you do this, maybe you are out living this and there, there are times where you can feel lonely and be like, does anyone understand me or does right, anyone yeah. understand what I'm going through? I kind of feel like a psycho, you know? Right. Um, Maybe I should just stop because the enemy will whisper that in your ear like you're wasting your time. Go find something else, some other focus or right. whatever. But I really desire to walk with people in, this, so in these 50 days um, as well. So, All right. That's good. Yeah, I just want to pray for us as we close. So, yeah, Lord, I just thank you for this um, amazing book and this resource that Wade um, has just spent time with you on. And, Lord, I just pray a blessing over Wade over this book and over this resource. And Lord, I pray a blessing over the people listening to this, um, Lord, for hunger to be stirred up in hearts. And Lord, for you to speak identity into us that would fuel us into sharing about your amazing love, Lord, all unto you receiving the reward of your suffering. And Lord, we just bless it in Jesus' name. Amen.